This is Braun Strowman, the monster among men. And you're listening to the Bob Culture Podcast with your host, Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BCP. We're getting back to the business here, talking to some of our favorite indie wrestling stars. But before we get to that, got to welcome back to the show the co-host with the most, the goodest brother, hashtag wrestlers love Chris Nunes, hashtag the goodest roommate. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show the best smelling man on the planet, Mr. Chris Nunes. What's up, bro? How are you? I'm doing okay, man. It's good to be here. Hashtag greatest roomie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait, man. Big, big things coming ahead. And, you know, it's it's been a crazy year, man. I mean, you know that better than anybody. And, uh, you know, we're, we're lucky to, you know, it's all about silver linings now. We're lucky to use this downtime to kind of connect with some of our favorite uh, indie wrestling stars right now. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, right now, so honored uh, to welcome to the show. And, you guys, you know him from TCW, Standalone Wrestling, Pro Wrestling After Dark. This guy is a powerhouse and always steals the show. Someone who's caught our eye for a while now. Please welcome to the show. Mr. Tommy the Moose. Tommy, what's up, bro? How are you? What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing, doing good. good. Like I always say, man, all, all things considered, uh, it's been a year, bro, but, you know, staying healthy, staying yeah. positive. How about you, man? You, you staying healthy, family's good and everything? Same here, man. Same here, bro. I've been taking about 16 different vitamins every single day, bro. Same my prayers, you know, just, just making the best of this really, really crappy year, you know? Yeah. yeah, totally, totally, and you know I've been been following you on social media as I as I stalk all my favorite indie wrestlers every day. But uh, I see you, you know, you're putting in the work, and I know you. You've always been putting in the work, working out. Um, you had a little bit of a home gym situation that you were kind of making. I saw you kind of made like your own bench press and stuff. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, you know, when this whole pandemic thing started, as soon as they shut down the uh, the gyms, I knew I was going to have a hard time. The first thing I got was a bunch of resistance bands. But, I mean, I've always been a power lifter. I've been, like, my, my max bench press is 545. So, you know, uh, bands are like nothing to me. You know what I mean? So I, I needed, I needed weights. I couldn't find them. I was, I was contemplating making them from, uh, from concrete, from Home Depot. So, wow. So I went to Home Depot. I picked up, I picked up some wood. I picked up some, uh, some materials. And I put together a little thing. I actually found a, a basic bench press with the leg extension, you know, the leg extension gimmick, and um, it's you know it's a basic bench. It's only good for like 100 pounds, so I kept breaking. It. <laughs> so I, I had to go to Home Depot, pick up some materials, and fix it up. You know what I mean? But it's good now. It's good. Now. I got the ratchet strap gimmick on the bottom too to keep it together. But uh, yeah, just be careful, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I already had a, I already had some uh, uh, I already had some video I put out earlier. I don't know if you guys saw it where I was I was maxing out and I, <laughs> I dropped the weight on my my throat. It, <laughs> that's just what we need is an, an injury here man but uh, i gotta ask you this tommy um and again thank you so much for your time man it really is an honor yeah, thank you man appreciate it yeah. dude uh, we're not worthy but basically man it's uh it's a tough time you know in the world it's a tough time for everybody uh you know us creatives you know we can use our platform to kind of talk to you guys and you know spread some messages of hope and and you know stuff like that and positivity but for the indie scene right now um there's not a lot going on obviously we're lucky to have what we had i think you know i got to review the the driving show the driving brawl for tcw 
And that was amazing. I thought they did a great job keeping everyone safe, the social distancing. Uh, we literally just pulled our car right up to the ring. We were right there for all the action. I, I gave the show a glowing review. I think Billy uh, and Charles did a fantastic job all around. But for you, you know, I feel like everyone's just kind of been on the bench. What did it mean to you to kind of get that notification that like, hey, Tommy, we want you to be part of this this show where wrestling is back for the first time? What was that like for you? Well, you know, it felt, felt pretty good. I mean, um, felt felt good to come back. It's been a while since I've been in the ring. Even before the pandemic, I kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, I did a couple of standalone wrestling shows, but I didn't really have like full blown matches. I was doing like a battle royal here and there, doing some comedy gimmicks. I like to do some comedy stuff every now and then. You know, when I'm not doing the power stuff, I'm doing you know comedy stuff. I like to make people laugh. You know, <laughs> so um, it was pretty exciting. And I, you know, I went in there with an open mind. I got to wrestle uh, a young up and comer. Uh, Mason Martin, another powerhouse. Kid used to yeah. play football, used to wrestle. It was pretty strong. It beat the hell out of me, but <laughs> it was still fun, even though, you know? <laughs> Uh, it's funny, man. You, you kind of segued to this perfectly, but you know, I try to notice what different wrestlers bring to the table. And I feel like obviously you have that powerhouse uh, persona about you. You have the powerhouse athletic ability, but you seem to me like an extra mile kind of guy. You, you do have that comedic aspect with all due respect, man. And I think uh, you coming out with what, like the paper, the flyer with him on it or whatever it was. Um, what's kind of like your, your philosophy when you go to the ring and compete? Well, what that was, it wasn't just a flyer. It was an old picture of him that I found. He was like 17 or 18 or whatever. It was a picture that he took when he was really young, and now he's kind of embarrassed about it. So it was kind of like, like you know, when we go out there, sometimes I like to rib my fellow wrestlers. I like to make jokes and, you know, make make them embarrassed every now and then. You know, friendly, not, not you know, not to the point where they're like, they want to kill themselves, you know what I mean? But, you know, to the point where they're going get to a, get a good chuckle out of it. You know, oh, you're a, you're a dick. You know what I mean? Just like that. And I brought this paper out. He had no idea I was doing it until we went out to the ring. <laughs> and then I brought it out, and he was a little, he was a little upset, but he was laughing at it. And, you know, but, you know, he, he showed how frustrated he was when he you know, took my head off with that clothesline. <laughs> it was so fun, So fun. Yeah. No, it was awesome. It was a great match, man. Like, personally, um, I'm, I'm like the high flyer type. I like the fast-paced action. But when you have a good match with two powerhouses, man, that always, you know, really literally brings the house down. So it's always a lot of fun. Nunez, what do you got for me over there? Uh, bring it back a little bit. Rob and I are uh, big superhero fans, so we like a good origin story. Um, what, uh, what made you decide to become a wrestler? Um, you know, how did you get your start in the business and who were some of your influences growing up? <clears throat> well, you know, I've always watched wrestling since I was two years old. I remember being two years old, my dad bringing me to some high school gym to watch WrestleMania 2 when, uh, Hogan wrestled Bundy in the cage. Okay. And I always watched, I was always a Hulkamaniac. I was, I got that giant Hulk Hogan doll when I was young. You know, I was a Hulk Hogan fan, Ultimate Warrior fan. You know, I was a fan of the guys they told me to be fans of. <laughs> you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not really oh, okay, some okay. maniac now, but <laughs> back in the day when I was a child, you know what I mean? Like they did, a, they did a good job marketing me. So, <laughs> so I was always in, I was always into wrestling as as early as you know two years old. So, and once I became 18, I said, you know what? I'm gonna look for a wrestling school. I had no idea about any of the independent scene at all. I went on the internet. And it wasn't Google then. I think it was Yahoo. So I went to Yahoo. I did a search, Yahoo search engine. I said, all right, what's, what's wrestling locally? I think NWA. So I, I looked up NWA. I found a wrestling school called Northeast Pro Wrestling. It was ran in Staten Island 
by two two local wrestlers by the name of Lord Zeke and Eric Creed. Um, Eric Creed actually turned into Sal DeMarco, <laughs> and Lord Zeke retired because of back injuries. But um, and also uh, I don't know if you know Chris Michaels. Um, his name is Bill Pierce. You ever seen him? Seen him on face? He's actually still he's still active. He's part of that tag team with um, uh, Bobby C or something. Um, they okay. Heights. So okay. those guys trained me, and for a couple of months we had Big Vito. Big Vito came in towards the end of my training, which was pretty. Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was tough though. I'm not gonna lie, he was pretty tough. tough. He beat the <laughs> shit out of us. <laughs> I was in the best shape of my life when he was there. He killed the fun, but he beat the shit out of us. It was pretty fun though. Um, one of the one of the methods that he taught. I mean, we, you know, I guess I guess kayfabe is gone, so I could I could pretty much break it right now. One of the one of the methods I remember him teaching was he took a stickball bat and he started hitting us with it, <laughs> and we're like, "Why are you hitting? Why are you hitting me?" He goes, "Hi, this is a bumping drill. If I hit you, I hit you in the back. You know, go for, you know, bump forward. If I hit you in the front, bump backward. If I hit you in the stomach, do a nice flip for me. <laughs> All right, bam!" And then he stopped fucking whacking us. But um, it was fun though. I enjoyed it, and that was twenty years ago. So I've been doing this shit for twenty years. Really? Yeah. Wow, man, good, good for you. That's awesome. And uh, you know, on that. yeah, man, yeah, big props on that. And basically, I wanted to ask you, Tommy, like, you know, hypothetically, uh, you know, I'll kind of a b this one, uh, kind of dream matches in terms of someone, you know, could be past, present, legend, someone that you would would want to face, um, you know, on the national acts, you know, the the talents on TV and whatnot, and then someone you want to face in the indies, maybe again, or that you haven't faced yet. Well, <clears throat> national. Let's say guys that are like like signed. You talking about like WWE Impact and all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've always been a fan of the powerhouses. So like a Brock Lesnar, Brian Cage. I'd have to train for a couple years first. <laughs> Those guys are beasts. Those guys are monsters. I don't know if you've seen that latest uh, picture of Brian Cage flexing, but that guy's that dude is a monster. I would have yeah, to say. Really but yo, and as far as like today. Uh, current stars, there's, there's a lot of guys on the Indies that should be signed. Like, yeah. Sean Donovan is one of them. I don't, I, he was at that show. Uh, show. That true. guy's TV. I don't know what the hell they're taking so long in uh, signing him for. Uh, he's one of them. Matt McIntosh is another one. He's one of my favorite guys. Uh, Chris Banks is another one. He's, you know, mm-hmm. looks like a team box. He's you know, out there entertaining like crazy. And these big companies are sleeping on him. It's crazy, you know. But those are, those are some of the guys that I've no, enjoy facing. Actually, Chris Banks is my best friend. So, I mean, I'm not trying to put yeah. over my best friend, but uh, <laughs> no, but you know, <laughs> yeah, we're all about the shameless promotion, man. Promote, yeah, promote, they're promote. all about. Please put put them over. You know, the, the, um, we've we've had some of those names that you mentioned on the show a few times. We haven't had Chris on, but we've seen him a few times. And we've had Adina on uh, recently. So a lot yeah. of big names that are going places and going really far. And I can't just wait for everything to start back up. It's really exciting. But, um, Tommy, I wanted to ask you, you know, on the same page here, what are kind of your goals, you know, as far as the business? Like, is it to get that television contract? Is it to, to kind of help the up-and-comers, man? Where's your head at right now? Well, I think right now, you know, after being in it for 20 years and not really going anywhere, but just kind of hanging local, I think now my main goal is to kind of help the younger guys get over, kind of help them um, get better. And, you know, put on good matches with them. I like having good matches. I hate going out there and, and uh, not performing well. I always want to have, you know, one of the best matches of the card. I, my main goal as soon as I go out there is I want I want the people to make noise. 
You know, I want the fans to enjoy themselves. Because they're going out, they're coming out there, some of them families of four or five, six people, spending a lot of money, spending a couple hundred dollars that, you know, it could go towards a car payment, it could go towards a rent or whatever, to see us wrestle. So what I want to do is I want to make sure that it's worth their while, you know? Dude, very well said. That's what it's all about. Um, and, and Tommy, uh, <laughs> just something that kind of, kind of came to mind when I've seen you a few times. I love wrestlers that are like very vocal when they get to the ring. And you came out there, you know, you had the picture, you're talking yeah. to the crowd, you're engaging, man. I love that. I think you have a fantastic voice. Have you ever done any, like, you know, obviously wrestling, there's an acting ele- element to it. Have you done any acting or voice acting? Um, I haven't done any voice acting. Um, as far as acting goes, I did a music video a few years ago. Really? Yeah, as a wrestler though, as, as I was a luchador wrestler. Oh really? Okay, I got you, man. I was just saying, I, I think you have a fantastic voice, man. I think a lot of these wrestlers, I'm like, oh, they they should be voice actors. Nunez, what do you got for me, bro? Uh, you, you mentioned before how uh, you were making the uh, at home gym um, during this whole pandemic and you know self quarantining, quarantining and things like that. Uh, what else have you been doing to keep yourself occupied and keeping yourself busy? Uh, well, besides my full-time job, I've been just working out, doing some cardio. Um, I got the heavy bag in the basement. I've been hitting that. Uh, you know, other than wrestling, I also like to like to have some boxing matches every now and then. I also, oh, I, wow. I'm uh, part of a celebrity boxing. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They uh, operate mainly out of Atlantic City, and now they're actually doing a show in the Bahamas. So that's pretty cool. Oh wow! Yeah. Are you are you going to that? Show? Are you going to be at that show? Uh, I don't think I'm going to the Bahamas. My, my, my regular, my real job is, uh, kind of preventing it, but <laughs> I would like to, though, but I don't think, I don't think, I think I'm sitting that one out. I think I'm going to be back when they're in Atlantic City. I think they're going to be in there. I think August they still was the next show. I think August. Yeah, I think August. Is I got you. Uh, probably what, down at the showboat. I know they, they had some of those events. Yeah. There. They have it at the showboat. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty good experience. That's awesome, man. And, uh, you know, we're talking about all like the in-ring stuff, man. What, you know, what's Tommy the Moose like outside of the ring? You have any hobbies? You a collector? What, what goes on outside of the ring? Um, outside of the ring, man. I was recently just been trying to work out, trying to, trying to get in shape. Um, my, almost my like entire career, I was always like one of the fat, the like, funny fat guy. So I like just recently I started getting in shape up until like 2017. I was like 350 pounds. And really big. Like, I was always like the oh. big, big boy of the ring. You know, I dropped a hundred pounds and just, you know, been flying around like crazy. <laughs> Good for you, man. All right. That's, wow. That's, that's awesome to hear, man. And, uh, r- real quick, you know, not, not to get, uh, too, you know, too political. You know, we, we always keep the show very, very positive, man. Um, but lately, you know, the past couple of months, everything has just gotten so very, very real. Um, you know, I don't want to say black eyes, but a couple of just weird spots for, you know, wrestling, you know, up and comers or even, you know, stuff going on. We hear about legends and stuff like that. We've addressed it on the show a couple of times, uh, working with some other podcasts. Um, Tommy, you, uh, you have been brought up in a very positive way and, you know, helping people and always being like big brothers to people that we've talked to and stuff like that, man. Um, what's kind of, I guess, your, your, philosophy kind of looking at this whole situation and maybe anything you have to say that to people that are in the business um that they can do to you know be better and maybe look out for some of these really talented kids that that we have on the show and we think are going to go really far and we just hate to hear this stuff man they just gotta like look at everybody like as if they were family which is really what we're supposed to be doing everybody calls each other brother or sister in real life you know you wouldn't be doing that shit your brother and sister you know just especially with all these women wrestlers that are coming out now, they're speaking out about 
you know, all the terrible things that have happened to them. I mean, you gotta cut the shit out. Whereas yeah, man. Business, you know what I mean? They're not there to be like people's, you know, objects. They're, they're there to do the same thing we're there for, you know? Just, they, they want to be wrestlers just like we do. Like, just treat them with respect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same way you treat everybody else. Simple as that, man. I love it, man. Just like we always stay here on the show, Nunez. You know this. Just be a good human. Be positive, especially this year, guys. Like we're yeah. we're dropping yeah, the be ball. kind, be positive, be kind, rewind. That's right, Nunez. <laughs> but uh, you know, more importantly, guys, just you know, be good to each other. You know, and let's all like support each other, especially in the wrestling business. You know, there's not a lot of shows going on right now. Like I think Pro Wrestling Tees has a, a big sale coming up this weekend for July 4th, 20% off. I'm excited for that. So hoping to buy some shirts. Tommy, you got any merch or 8x10s or anything anyone can can buy? I mean, I got these shirts, but I don't have them online. I got them in, in a box in my closet. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the pro s gimmick yet. I've been buying a lot of merch from other wrestlers, though. I'm trying trying to show my support the best that I could. There I got you go. Layla Hurst shirt today. I don't know if you, have, you guys ever seen her wrestle before? Uh, I think she was at Boardwalk Beatdown, and we've seen her at a couple standalone shows, I think. Yeah, she I believe is, so. She's good, man. She's good. She just came back from Japan before this pandemic, nice. and she's phenomenal, man. I, I seen her – the first time I seen her wrestle was in training. Um, She was training at CZW. I went there for a training session. At the time, the trainer was a preacher, Phineas James. Sure. He's a really good – he's a really good trainer. He's tra- Now he's training at the H2O Center. But yeah. uh, I, I, I distinctly, distinctly remember this because – she gave me a shot, popped me right in the mouth. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, that was that was a hard shot." <laughs> and then we worked together during training, and I was like, "Wow, she's pretty good." And then I seen her, I seen her in action in a, in a WSU show, and I was just really impressed, man, from her just throwing everyone around, suplex, and all the moves, the way she works, the way she talks her shit during the match. Reminds me, of, you know, reminds me of like a Brock Lesnar. I was, I would say, wow. young Brock Lesnar, but the you know, female version is not a piece of shit. So, I wanted to ask you, Tommy. You know, you mentioned, uh, you know, like she popped you one real good. We always ask wrestlers this. You know, we always get very different answers um, from the fans as well. Man, I'm kind of. You know, not forming my own opinions. I'm just listening to what people have to say. Um, your kind of thoughts on the whole intergender match kind of thing? Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know, why not? Might as well have it. Done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, I really don't have too much to say about it. You know, uh, yeah. it's too long that we haven't had intergender matches. It should have happened a long time ago. From what, dude, yeah, uh, from what I'm hearing, again, like I'm, I'm in the business from, from an, a journalistic perspective, I'll say. Um, and from everyone I've talked to in the business, uh, the story was, hey, we, you know, like the girls train with the guys. So it's just another day at the office. And, um, everyone in the business seems to like it in terms of storytelling, like, you know, a, a bigger dude versus a quick, agile, you know, high flying female. You can really tell like a great story. So, um, I'm, I'm kind of learning about that. I think it's, it's very cool. And we're seeing a lot of these organizations having intergender, uh, championships and whatnot. Um, I, I mean, a lot of the people that have trouble, like a lot of the people that have problems with that are normally, I always see the same thing. They're like, oh, it doesn't look real, you know? That guy is too big. It doesn't look real. Let me tell you something. You take a you know regular female wrestler, let her punch you in the face a couple of times. Let her put you in the armbar. It's going to hurt. She'll throw you around. If You know, she got the skills. If she's trained and she knows what she's doing, 
She's going to kick your ass the same way a man's going to kick your ass. But why not have it in a gender mask? Right? Love it. And yeah, there's some yeah. amazing females up and coming right now, especially in our local New Jersey area scene. Um, Tommy, who else do you have your eye on? Um, you know, you mentioned Layla. Anyone else you have your eye on right now that's up and coming? Up and coming? Um, in the Indies, I guess. Well, you know, you got your kid Christian, you got your Jordan Oliver. They've been doing pretty well. They're They've great. Been, Oliver's been in uh, MLW. Christian's been, I, I, I've wrestled with them since they first started. And, uh, they've been, you know, they've, they've really come up really fast. Really fast. Um, yeah. Those are two guys. Uh, there's, there's one guy I always thought was going to be really, really good. This kid, Junior Flo. I don't know if you've ever seen him wrestle. He's really he's in the North Jersey area. His father's Frankie Flo. Um, okay. And I thought I always thought I said this kid is really talented, but he just never really branched out. I mean, I I think he's going to come back after the pandemic's over and we start back up again. I'm going to try to talk to him, get him to start branching out, doing more shows than just the same three, you know, three shows in the, in the North Jersey area. Uh, let him get himself out there. But I think I, I always thought he was going to be really talented, but he never really went for it. You know, I'd like to see him go see how far he can go with it. I'll look him up uh, for sure, man. I just wrote it down. We try to support everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Casey Anthony Rivera. Oh, say again. Anthony Rivera. Got it. Yeah, that's huh? his favorite. Well, check it out, man. No, thanks so much. Everyone check it out if you're listening. Uh, Casey's a huge, huge part of this show. We have Casey on multiple times, man. He has always been very, very good to us. Uh, Casey, your Bob Culture shirt is on the way, by the way. Shameless promo. Check it out now on tpublic.com. But more importantly, Tommy, where are you from originally, man? Because I'm, I'm a big food guy. I have some food questions for you. Originally, I'm from Staten Island. Okay. Gotcha, man. Uh, are you a pizza guy? Uh, I'm Italian, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I always try to ask everyone this, man. Um, best pizza place. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of Brooklyn places. I hear a lot of Jersey places. Um, you can name multiple ones. Best pizza place. My favorite pizza place was always Danino's. And uh, one of my fellow celebrity boxes, if he's listening, is going to be upset because he owns uh, Brothers Pizza in Staten Island. And they're, they're, oh. you know, <laughs> they're competitors. Uh, but, but, uh, I remember Danino's pizza was always really good. And, uh, after when I was training in wrestling, we'd always go there after a show. We'd have a successful show. We'd go to Danino's and have a, you know, pizza park. But the pizza was good. It wasn't just, maybe it was just because it was a good experience, but the pizza was good too. I really liked pizza. <laughs> but that would be one of my favorite places to go. That's awesome, man. And real quick, before we get to the um, the social media and the shameless plugs, man, and again, Tommy, thank you for a few minutes. I wanted to ask you this. Uh, I've seen the uh, moniker, the Orange Avenger. Is that a is that a superhero reference? Are you a superhero guy? I'm curious about that one. For a while, I was a little bit of a superhero, you know. I come out there with the, the orange cape and you know, all the orange gear, and I. Oh, okay. You know, it's like a it's a po- it's a positive thing, you know, because orange is a healthy. You go out there, you get your energy from orange, you know, <laughs> instead of you know like bad things like substances. You know what I mean? Look at that! I love it, man. Freshly squeezed uh, Tommy the Moose. I love it, man. You're you're ahead of your time, bro. Um, I did I did that for a while, and then I heard about Orange Cassidy, and I said, well, I guess that's over. <laughs> now, yeah. now I'm doing the uh, mixed martial arts. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I love it, man. Uh who's your who's your favorite superhero? Do you have a favorite superhero? My favorite superhero. Uh well going back to being a power guy, I'd have to say the Incredible Hulk. He would have to be my favorite. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, Thor. I like Thor too. He's pretty cool. Nice, awesome, man. All right, we'll get some uh, shameless promo out of the way. Nunez, you got anything else, man? Well, we were talking about up and coming wrestlers before. Uh, do you have any advice for any up and coming wrestlers or anybody who wants to get their start in the business? What advice or what uh, you know? What do you have to say to those uh, 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 ladies and gentlemen that are trying to get into the business? Well, my main advice would be have a backup plan. Go to school, go to college, you know, go go get a degree in something. Pretend like wrestling doesn't exist and you're going to be an accountant or you're going to be uh, a teacher or whatever. Get your get your education, get your degree because if anything were to happen, you could break your leg at any given time in this business. Anything happens, you're going to need that. You're going to need that, you're going to need to, you know, support yourself. Um, you're going to have to do that. You know, and you're going to have to work twice as hard because you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to work at that. And you're going to have to work at being a professional wrestler. It ain't easy, you know, being a professional wrestler. Just on the indie scene alone, you gotta, you gotta do work, you know, but if you want to be a, you know, professional wrestler at a big time, you, you got to make it your life. You got to do everything. You got to go, you got to hit the road. Don't worry about, you know, how much, how much is this promoter going to pay you today? You got to get your face out there. You got to get your, your, your brand out there. You know, you got to let people know, Hey, I'm the real deal. I'm here to be a professional wrestler and I'm gonna, I wanna entertain people. You know what I mean? And, and that's not even speaking from, you know, I can't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna say it's speaking from experience because I didn't get my name out there. You know, I stayed on the independent level. You know what I mean? I, I got advice from guys that did make it and I'm gonna relay it to the younger guys, but you know, as a, as an older guy, I wanna tell you, know, I did go to school and I got my education and that's why I'm able to, you know, support myself because I didn't just rely on professional wrestling. If I did, I'd be fucked. <laughs> well, I would say go, go to school and get your education first and have it there. Have it ready to go just in case because you never know. Very well said, man. And that, I think that's great advice. Yeah. yeah, man, that's fantastic advice to everyone listening. And, Tommy, thank you again for a few minutes. Real quick before we get out of here, tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and all that good stuff. Well, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Facebook. Just look up Tommy DeBoost. That's it. I'm barely on Twitter because I fucking hate Twitter. So I'm on Insta I'm on Instagram a lot and I'm on Facebook a lot. Twitter, uh, fuck Twitter. <laughs> I'm not a big Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna tag you on Twitter anyway, man. We're gonna tag you all over the place, man. That's fine. Tommy, everywhere. <laughs> you know we will. We're all about the shameless promo. But Tommy, thank you again for a few minutes, man. Uh, we look forward to seeing you July 11th at American Spirit with our good friends at TCW. Wrestling is back. You know, I'm hoping everyone stays healthy and stays positive, and everyone take care of each other. Tommy, continued success, ladies and gentlemen. We are out. Peace. All right, sounds good, man. Thanks for having me. Anytime, brother. <laughs>